You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. It is a Peachtree football edition of the Falcons Flyover featuring yours truly, Dylan Matthews, and Bo Squid Billy Morgan. Shout out to everybody on the line right now. Chris, JP, Ned, Nate, Coach B, we are going to get to you here momentarily. Make sure uh, we appreciate your guys' patience. But right now, we want to head out on the WadeFord.com hotline, and we want to talk to our Atlanta Falcons color analyst, one of your voices of the Atlanta Falcons on the Atlanta Falcons radio network, Dave Archer. Dave, first and foremost, thank you so much for the time after, you know, you, you've been working a lot uh, today, so we appreciate the double dip, Dave. How you doing? No, it's good to be with you, Dylan. Uh, you worked hard, too. You were part of our broadcast as well. Pete, kind of that silent broadcast, but you keep us rolling uh, from the studio, so we appreciate you. Yeah, we got to. I know Arch. I don't know if you've. Uh, I don't know if you've got it home yet, but uh, your boy Brock Purdy is actually in for uh, Garoppolo, and he's he's doing okay. They're, uh, you know, they're winning. He's got an interception, but he's got a couple of touchdowns. I know you love seeing Brock Purdy, uh, Iowa State guy, get it done. A cyclone. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. Cyclone guys get in the league and they they make some plays. That's what that's what they do, right? That's right. I mean, Cyclones just get in there and they they uh, they fire up the league guard. So shout out to your guy Brock Purdy. But Arch, I want to start with this. Uh, I'm sure by now you've probably seen the comments uh, by Arthur Smith, kind of leaving it open to interpretation. You know, for a possible quarterback change. You, you talked about it a lot during the the Falcons broadcast. Marcus Mariota was throwing a bit high today, and part of that was he wasn't able to set his feet on a couple of throws. But just in your professional opinion, Arch. Would you want to see a change at quarterback, you know, coming out of the bye week? Mind you, that game is against the Saints in the, the Superdomes. Is that the right time to make a change, in your opinion? What are, you, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that? I would be willing to bet you and my mortgage, and I don't have a mortgage. I've got my house paid off, but uh, mortgage the house that Desmond Ritter will start against the Saints. I don't think there's any question about it. I think that uh, – I know the fan base is clamoring for it, and that's not why you make the change. When you get into a game where uh, I think Marcus has done a lot of good things for this team, he's, he's provides them uh, some stability from a veteran standpoint, leadership standpoint. He's really respected as a leader on this football team. He does a number of things, and I know Bo's talked a little bit about some of the stuff he does at the line of scrimmage pre-snap. He does a lot of stuff post-snap when things break down. This has not been a good offensive line from a pass protection standpoint by any stretch of the imagination. So his his impromptability or his, his off-schedule stuff has been has been outstanding. But today was the first day that I felt like that he was part – he was the main reason you weren't moving the ball on offense. And I didn't feel like that throughout the – there have been moments, sure, he missed a throw here or there, but it was protection breakdowns, got to drop a ball. And so it wasn't all on him. Today – and I didn't – I don't think it was all on him. I, I shouldn't say it that way. But I felt like – today you felt like if you just made the throw or you just made this then 
you would you would be in a better spot. And and today I felt like it was more on top of him. And I thought he struggled. He had a, he had a tough time from an accuracy standpoint. And I know he's had times moment the moments during the season where that's reared its head as well. But today felt a little bit different. And I I even commented at halftime that it would not surprise not have surprised me if they changed at halftime. And because they got a little something going with the run game, they kept him in the game. And, and obviously he made a couple plays in the run game as well. And it was the right decision to keep the veteran quarterback in there uh, as, because you started to get a little bit of rhythm offensively. But it didn't materialize itself into a win. And there were a couple of misses in the second half as well. I mean, big play opportunity misses. And there's some frustration starting to build, I think, on the offensive side of the football. We saw a little bit with Drake London. And I know he's trying to be the best teammate he can be. But you got to be real if you're the head football coach. And I know Arthur's going to evaluate this really hard. But you've got to keep your team, too. And, and shifting gears and going to the young quarterback doesn't mean you're throwing the season in. It just means that you're to a point now where maybe the young guy can give you a spark. And that's what you're looking for. Arch, right, take us through that. that, that of, it was one with Rue, one play, but that uh, the final possession where um, Marcus throws the interception – as a, as a quarterback, as a guy that played in the league and, and was in those situations where you're backed up, uh, why why does he maybe force that that throw to try to get a chunk there? What what did you see from that final play? Well, first of all, you got to see there's two high safeties. They've got two guys that are hawks, especially Minka Fitzpatrick, who makes the interception. Um, so you've got to find those guys. Whenever you take a pre-snap look, you're going to get a, a look at the umbrella. What's the umbrella? Is it single high? Is it too high? Are they playing four high in a, in a quarter set, which is essentially what they were doing. And so Minka frees up to be able to eyeball the quarterback. And so I've got a guy running down the seam in Drake London. I don't really have anything to hold Minka Fitzpatrick anywhere on the route. If I've got a guy running down the sidelines, then maybe there's some eyes or some value to pulling him away from the play. But all he did was eyeball Marcus and, and break on the play. So in that situation, what you're trying to do is you're trying to get a completion, get something going. You want to get into the no huddle, which puts them under stress because now they're calling basic calls to just get themselves lined up. They're going to play an umbrella, play soft. Um, and then once you got near the 40-yard line, they were going to have to tighten their belt a little bit, maybe around the 50-yard line because a field goal would tie the game. And that's the part that, that hurts you a little bit. If you had to have a touchdown, then you might try to push the ball down the field. But you had to have a field goal. So somewhere in that they were playing deep enough where a 5, 10, not, not a 5, but a 10 or 15-yard throw on a curl route or an, an in-cut would have been fine to get the drive going. But he tried to stick a seam in there, and that's a tough one, especially when you're playing against a, a cover four look with a safety not really having anything to hold it. Arch, I completely agree with what you, what you said there about, you know, up until this point, it hasn't really felt like Marcus Mariota has been the main problem or maybe the main reason, you know, you'll lose a football game. It's they felt a little different. You know, obviously everything wasn't on him, but, you know, you left your head, you, you scratching your head a lot today, you know, more to be desired from the quarterback. I do want to switch gears to the defense, though, because I was telling Bo this earlier, coming into this week, Arch, four out of the last five games, this run defense and this defense overall giving up at least 160 yards per game, 154 given up today on the ground. You've been talking about it uh, throughout the broadcast today. You're just getting gashed in the run game. I mean, 
how can we fix that? I mean, are we going to have to start stacking the box against these teams? Is it more so we have been going up against teams that are good at running the football? Is it more of that? How do we fix this, Arch? Well, you fix it by drafting number 88 for the dogs. That would be the first thing you do is the, the best going to take next year in the draft. And I don't know if you can get up high enough to get Jalen Carter, but you don't have enough, you don't have enough lead in your ass in the middle of the defense. Okay. So they're pushing you around. That was a D that was an offensive line was gigantic and they were coming off the ball. And then you've got a running back in Najee Harris. that's as big as your linebacker. So Rashawn Evans is coming down and he's hitting him, but he's being hit too by a guy that's the same size. So, um, give Najee Harris a ton of credit. I thought he ran uh, phenomenally hard today. He was really hard to bring down. Atlanta didn't tackle very well. So so Dean Pease has caught in a little bit of a quandary. Okay, and we're not big enough up front, so do I load the box and come after him when we're not really good enough to cover in the back end? A.J. Terrell, pretty solid cover guy. Darren Hall struggled in man coverage. Um, you got beat a couple times at the safety spot in some of the, some of the coverage situations. So there's the quandary that Dean Pease is in. Okay, do I load the box and put eight or nine on the floor on the line of scrimmage to try to stuff the run, or do I allow Kenny Pickett to sit back there and throw against man coverage, which hasn't really bode well either? When you look at the defense in a totality, yeah, you've been pushed around in the run game, no question about it. And it's hurt you a little bit because it's minimized the game from a possession standpoint because the other team's been able to possess the football. But you're not giving up points. You're not giving up touchdowns. You gave up one touchdown today. You were in the game. You had a chance to win the game because the defense didn't. They only gave up one touchdown, and and that's the thing that's about this defense. You can complain all you want to, and I do about the tackling and missed opportunities and this and that. But when it comes down to it, you're still in the game because they're not giving up touchdowns, and that's what it's been for the last couple of weeks. Look at the last two games. You should you could very easily say you could have won the last two football games. Certainly in a position to do that. Maybe against Carolina, you even had a chance to potentially do that. But that's the situation that you're dealt with with your DNPs. You're not overly talented on the defensive side of the football, so you're trying to put fingers in holes along the dike to try to make sure the dam doesn't break, and you're doing a pretty good job of that. You're not giving up points, and that's what beats you is points. Now, we've got to find a way to win third down, which we're not doing very well, because that would give you the extra two or three possessions potentially you need in a game to win a game. Atlanta had the ball eight times today. A normal NFL possession game is 12 to 13 possessions. You had eight possessions today. Arch, real quick, I want to talk offense without talking about the quarterback, if that's um, possible in this in this city right now. Cordero Patterson is, if not your number one weapon, but one of your key weapons. And the one thing that really stood out to me today was he had no targets, no catches. He wasn't a part of the passing game at all. Now, last week he seemed to be, I think he got six or seven targets uh, or somewhere around that number. Maybe it was just five and the sixth one was batted up but and intercepted in the end of the game. Does Arthur Smith gotta maybe try, need to find a way to get Cordero going in the passing game as well now that you have Algier and Huntley who can take some of the load off in the running? Well, certainly you and I discussed this a little bit. I mean, he's got two guys he can trust the run game with. Cordero has a little bit of an extra gear when it comes to running the football. We saw some of that today. But you can interchange him and, and pop him back there from time to time. There's, he's one of your best players, and he certainly needs to be on the field. He certainly needs to touch the football, whether it's a quick screen to the outside or whether it's a shallow drag route or whether you run him up the field and try to throw it deep to him. It's an opportunity. He's a guy that can fill some of the void with Kyle being off of the field. 
um, there's no question he needs to be on the field and be given the opportunity. And when, and when Arthur said we're evaluating everything, when he was asked the question about the quarterback, that's part of the evaluation. We need to evaluate. Are we using Cordero Patterson in every possible way? We've got to make sure we maintain that freshness because, remember, he wore down. Now, we're at the end of the year now, so you don't have to worry about that now. But last year, you used him to the tune of he did everything for you the first eight weeks of the season, and he wasn't there for you in the last four or five games of the year. That's not the case now. You're in the last four or five games of the year. He should, you should have him on the field as much as you can. So I'm sure that that's part of the evaluation that Arthur's talking about that he was quoted with in, in the press conference. Arch, great job today. Great stuff with us. We appreciate the time, man. Have a great rest of your weekend. Hopefully you can enjoy the, the rest of uh, tonight's ball games and have a great week. We appreciate the time, Arch. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks, Bo. See you guys. Yes, sir. That is Dave Archer, one of the voices of the Atlanta Falcons, your Atlanta Falcons Radio Network analyst. And when we come back, we are back on the phone lines. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, JP. Thank you, Ned. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Coach B, for your patience through that interview. We are getting to you guys in five minutes. More Falcons reaction calls on the other side. This is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. 